just so. I said, this is what I'm going to do so I don't uh, cheat you guys because we have a very interesting schedule at the beginning of the year. So I'm gonna, we're going to talk about vision today or the, 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 the vision for the year. And, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go over it so they can flash the slides up so they'll be on video. <laughs> so if I don't get to all of it today, at least you have all of it. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going, I'm going to get through it, part, you know, between January and February. But I'm saying if I don't get to all of it today and because of uh, scheduling, uh, there's at least a week I'm going to miss, um, you still have the vision. Does that make sense? Is that cool? You know, as opposed to me just giving you a part and then you got to wait. <laughs> you got to wait. Now, again, we, we uh, uh, it's been a busy weekend, you know. <laughs> I rolled up here late today. I didn't work out today. <laughs> you know, I was up all night. Uh, so we, uh, uh, we talked about in the, don't tell me, singles, sanctified singles, um, College and didn't I just say don't tell me who was that? <laughs> who was that? Venetia? Yeah. I just said, didn't I say? No. <laughs> you said reflex? Yeah. I know you ain't laughing. <laughs> she could have been birthed to your house. All right, so anyway. All right, so it's uh, Sanctified Singles College, college and Career. So, so from time to time, the sanctified, sanctified singles ministry, they do think they do some things, uh, just uh, create seminars or workshops for college and career. And so, what we uh, got together and, and collaborated to do one on vision and purpose. Now, of course, I've been teaching on pur- uh, purpose vision. I taught on it. Uh, today's what Sunday. So I taught on it the last two Wednesdays and last Sunday. All right, so if you have time, please read through that because what, what we do is we try to talk about vision before the vision so you have a, you know, you, you know the value of vision, how to, how to connect the vision and what vision is all about in the kingdom. But the vision and purpose workshop was some, uh, it was some practical tools, you know, some, so we actually really had a good time. And it wasn't just for singles, right? So we really had a, a, a great time yesterday. But we, we kind of just talked about, about uh, what vision is, what purpose is. You know, uh, we talked about some steps, you know, to, uh, take, uh, to, uh, to write your vision. Uh, some signals along the way, like how God operates. We talked about time, t- uh, times and timing, right? We talked about seasons, right? There's different seasons for things, how to recognize those seasons. We talked about signs and breadcrumbs, the signs and wonders. And so as we talk today and we go over the vision, what we we communicate is we're going to give you the breadcrumbs, right? And so I said this in the prayer, vision always starts out with a sense of uncertainty, right? Because God's about to tell you something that hasn't happened yet, right? And so for the, uh, the visionaries in your home, so you have to write a vision for your house, and now you got to come to your family, and you got to tell them what God said, right? Now, God's telling you something that has never happened in your family's life ever before, and you have to communicate that to the family. Now, the, now the, the reality is, 
So, so I'm with you here. The reality is as much as you know you need to do that, it's not that easy. Because a lot of times when you're communicating vision, you get questions. <laughs> right? Right? It's because you're communicating something that you believe and you've heard, but you don't have all of it yet because it, some of it has to manifest. So you're taking God's word for it when you communicate, right? And then you got to go before the family and you communicate the vision with the hope that the family goes, okay. <laughs> you're not going to ask questions now. See, I helped you out, right? <laughs> right? But normally that's not how it goes, right? There's normally. Now, did God tell Exactly how did God tell you that? Right? Now, I'm saying that because... It can intimidate you from either one, communicating the vision at all. You know, you maybe go in the lab and as stuff manifests. God told me that. But it don't have the same impact once it's manifested. It has an impact when God told you. It's manifested. Be like, babe, there's a, my, my, my baby here from God. Right? 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 But it takes faith to do that. So now, y'all work with me here. So, you're, so, so for that visionary, it's communicated if you have faith. But, but then there's another level of faith where you got to get it all out. So you have to communicate it a matter of factly and with boldness. So you can't think what the recipients are thinking and change what God told you to say. You got to say exactly what God told you to say. So you can't, tell, you can't go, yeah, but if I say this, they're going to think this. So I'll say it this way, and they'll probably believe it better. No, 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 no. We can't do that because you taint the vision at that point. You got to say exact. I don't care how foolish it sounds. I don't care if it don't even make sense to you. You got to say exactly what God told you. All right, I bear witness with you, right? You got that, right? You know what to do, right? Okay, all right. <laughs> Oh, y'all thought I was talking to Clint? You should say, you've been told. Right? Right? I remember my dad's words. You know, they still ring in my heart today. You've been told. All right, that's from the play. All right, okay. All right, so I had to learn those lines so much, I'm going to be using them for the rest of the year, boy. All right, so, uh, all right, so I, so, so I shared that to say, now, I shared that for, uh, you know, Clint, who uh, you've been married for how long now? <laughs> quick, quick recognition, Clint. <laughs> two years. Okay. And so, two years of communicating vision to your family. And, of course, you guys were close even before you got married. So, y'all were talking about the future way before you walked down the aisle. Actually, the vision was to walk down the aisle. <laughs> Right. That one was kind of a lot easier to, <laughs> to get out, at least somewhat. All right. so, so, so now you have two years, right? And your family exists, uh, right? I'm not, I'm not talking about the whole family because, you know, they over there going, we all in it. No, we're, we're, not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about when they move to their house, they ain't taking y'all with you. Y'all can come visit. Y'all can come visit, but y'all not going. All right. So it's, right now, it's you, Janae, right, and Dawn. So, 
So, so right now you have two, well, one and an eighth that's going to respond. Because Dawn right now is like, whatever you say, Daddy, you know. She's just, <laughs> she's just like this, right? Right? All right, so now that's, that's, that's not easy, though, is it? You know, it's not easy. I and mean, not because anything's wrong with Janae. It's you talk to God. She wasn't sitting with you. She wasn't in the heavenlies with you. Like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did he say? What did he just say? You know, you talk to him, right? So it's not easy to, to articulate what you heard from the heavenlies in the earth realm. Y'all, y'all with me so far? Right? Now, that's just him and one wife and a daughter. Right? So imagine what it is for me. You got a whole lot of questions. <laughs> you got a whole lot of, what? You sure? This, that, another. But when the vision is communicated, I got to have to hear it and I have to communicate it. Like, like now, now, obviously, we're going to get into some details of manifestation and stuff like that. And I'm saying that because just write it down. Don't try to figure it out. Well, in these, these cases, you're going to have slides. Take pictures of the slides. <laughs> You don't have to figure out everything. Because some things ain't going to make sense until you walk into them. Right? Does that make sense? All right. All right, let's do, uh, let's start here with uh, the first slide. All right? And so, so, so we break the vision down and uh, uh, where we're going to be with God, where we're going to be with family, uh, extended family, friends, and loved ones, and desires. Okay? That's where we are. Now, all this stuff is on, on video, too, by the way. Um, and, if, uh, and it's on my phone, so at the end of the service, you want me to just uh, airdrop it to you. Well, I'll airdrop it to uh, Minister James, and then he'll put it in band. How about that? Oh, right? Is that cool? Y'all want me to airdrop it to him now? You see Josh over there going, yeah. See? You see how people do you? They're trying to make you work. See, they don't even want to go through, learn. Hey, they're dropping now so I can have it on my phone now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? So, you want, want me, huh? You can send what? You can airdrop it to James now? Minister James. From the computer? All right. So, all right. So, so. So we said, so we, where, where are we with God? Where are we with, uh, now if you're married, marriage, where are you with family, extended family, friends, and loved ones, and where you're at with, of course, desires. You know, the desires are last because we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? So as it relates to God, this is some things we can look for, all right? Maximize mo- moments, maximizing our moments, right? Now time. Like, so Ephesians 5, of course, uh, re, uh, says, uh, walk circumspectly and um, redeem the time or maximize your moments. All right? So, so there's things that you kind of can put off, but when you live in a manifestation, it's now time. Okay? Now, now, now we're going to get further into detail, but I just want to uh, put the breadcrumbs out here. All right? Uh, a new momentum this year. Now, this was spoken to Pastor Melanie. You know, a new momentum, right? That's interesting. God just shared that with you. See how it works out? Just all works out. Right, a new momentum this year. 
uh, uh, God spoke this out one of the fast weeks, a tremendous momentum for the heirs family. Now, you notice I said God spoke something through Pastor Melanie and he spoke something out in fast week. So we talked about this in the uh, workshop yesterday, how you, you, can't, you have to be paying attention because God's communicating breadcrumbs all the time, right? <laughs> right? And so uh, number three here is growing into God's desires because God had a desire when he first put us here. Growing into God's desires, okay? And then um, elevations. Uh, there'll be elevation this year. And the Lord used Pastor Melanie to speak that out this year too. Elevation. Look for elevation this year. Uh, and then uh, if you was paying attention to New Year's Eve, a fresh start. A fresh start. Remember we came to the altar for what? A fresh start, right? Right? Remember that, right? And then... Uh, now, now, of course, when I get into teaching, I'll explain this last one, okay? But right now, we're just getting it down. Manifestation within manifestation, right? Manifestation within manifestation, okay? And let's, we'll go to the next slide because this is still as it relates to God, right? Uh, unexpected invitations. So people have been prepared for some things, trained for some things. So look for unexpected invitations for God to use you on new platforms, all right? You see that? Uh, and then something God to, to look for, God making our name great throughout the earth, things uh, to happen quickly, right? Now, 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 that's scripture, but God, this is, I'm telling you what God said. Now, that's Bible. God will make your name great. Didn't say you make your name great. God will make your name great, right? Um, and look for some things to happen quickly, Right? Because what? We're living where? In manifestation, right? And apprehending what's apprehending us. So what's going to manifest that we're going to live in is what's been trying to apprehend us. You know, what we call ourselves running from. Right? I'm just going to stop right there. You know, you know, some of the things we run from. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know, sometimes we just be running. You know, just sometimes. Right? But... Sorry, some things will be catching you that's been trying to catch you for a long time. Okay, all right, so now, so that's how it relates to God. And let's go to the, the next one for our lovely marriages, uh, manifestation of why we were brought together. So God brings us together for a reason. It's an intention, it's intention. not just because we were lonely. See, that's the thing is that sometimes we're looking for wives and husbands, but we're not looking for the other piece to purpose, right? See, we have the wrong intention. We're not just together to, we're not, we didn't get together to exist. We have to do some things. So while we're brought together, right? So we'll get into that later. And, and, and for marriages flowing strong in the gifts of the spirit. See, when you get an agreement like that, Minister Lamar, when you get an agreement, something happens within your relationship. The gifts start flowing a lot stronger, right? See, when you, when you get an agreement, something happens in your relationship. The gifts start flowing stronger. When you get an agreement, something happens in your relationship. The gifts start flowing stronger. All right, so, and then a uh, greater revelation um, this is going to start to happen through these couples in agreement. 
and demonstration of power, right? All right, y'all know the scripture, your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, right? Demonstration of power, right? And then, uh, so let's, uh, let's go to the next one. And as it relates to family, our family, friends, loved ones, associates live in our lives through our results. So, so people are going to be attra- attracted, people that we've, we're believing for, we're ministering to, they're going to be attracted through the results, what manifests in our lives, not through our conversation, through our fruit, okay? All right, and then uh, now timing will be paramount this year, especially when it comes to saving souls and touching lives in our family. Timing is paramount. So, so for me to lock in the timing, I have to be attentive to know when God is saying, oh, no, no, they, they, they wasn't listening and couldn't nobody talk to them, but this is the time to give them a call, right? This is that time. Right? So time is going to be important. So uh, manifestation of our family members returning to the body of Christ. Right? Some people have slipped out, fell out, jumped out, uh, ran out, was chased out for whatever particular reasons, but they're coming back. Okay? All right? Um, God's going to use us to bring them back. Right? Because of the results that are happening in our lives. Because they're watching. Some people just, they, they, they had gave up, but they, they start watching you. And it's like, okay, let me see. You know, because most of the folk that be talking like they talking, it's only for a little while until they get into some trouble, and then they bail out, okay? All right, and then um, let's go to the next slide. And then as it relates to desires, okay, of course, I know you have your own, but um, a a part of our desires is displaying the realness of God by God-given desires manifesting. So we're going to display how real God is by the God-given desires that we've had manifested. And so I put on here some things uh, for the church uh, that the Lord was prompting me with, and of course, and that's uh, a band, but not just any band, a band that's growing with the family, a grand that loves the Lord, not just playing and leaving, but just growing with the family. You know what I'm saying? So, so just like every, you know, we all give ourselves to the family. The band will give themselves to the family. And then full-time staff. Now, we have five, five, it was five, right, contracted staff members. Uh, but this year, the Lord was saying that a part, uh, uh, we're going to manifest full-time staff members. All right. All right. You know, they're, they're, there's, a lot to, there's a lot that we do through the course of a week and, and having people not having the other demands and being locked into what they do will help us to really get some things done, right? Um, you know, sometimes people want to do more and then they get pulled by the other job, you know? <laughs> you know, so now it's like, now they're stressed out and they can't complete uh, everything they want to do and sometimes they'll miss things. And of course, books published, uh, but it says books but I said books right so we already know that probably before this month's over I'm publishing my book but books would be all of us right (laughs) and then uh, 
What time, what, what better time for living in manifestation than this year to pay off the church? So it's not really, we owe 239000 for these 21 acres, the seven acre lake, and all these buildings. 239000 That's just like, that's 239, God, God using 239 people with 1,000. Or God using 120 people with 2,000. You know, it's not really that that deep, but, but it will have to be God as he's leading people to do. But God is saying the 239,000 be gone this year. So, What? What was that out there? Oh, you, you going to do it by yourself? No problem. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. And then some renovations complete, you know. All right, so you have, you have uh, I, I did the slides. You, you got, uh, you have kind of the overall, right? So now I can get into it. And if I don't get into everything, at least you got the overall vision, right? All right. And then once again, look at it, write it down, meditate on it. And the thing about vision, and, and this is what I had to learn, these uh, been cast in vision in our house since 1992. What I had to learn is just go ahead and cast a vision. And, and just keep walking down, taking the steps, walking towards as God is leading you. Uh, we talked about this uh, yesterday in the, uh, the workshop, steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Just follow God's leading, follow God's steps, be obedient, and you find, you'll find yourself as you're moving throughout the year, whoa, wait a minute, God said that. So you, you'll see the, the breadcrumbs and the signals to show that we're going in the right path, Right? All right, so, so let's, let's get into this a little bit. And we, t- we talked about the first thing is maximizing our moments and now time. And so let's go to Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 5, right? Ephesians 5. Won't be long today, but we'll at least get into some things so we have an understanding of what God's doing here. All right, Ephesians 5. Hey, and, and this is the thing. Sometimes even when you don't really understand or you deal with uncertainty, man, attach your faith to some things. Like, attach your faith to some things, right? All right, so Ephesians 5, 15. It says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Now, the word circumspect is an intentional word. Right? It's, it's being intentional, right? Uh, and then uh, verse 16 says, redeeming the time, or another version says, buying up the time, right? Which is maximizing your moments because the days are evil. So if we're casual with the days, if we're casual with how we operate, uh, we can miss time, right? We can miss opportunities. We, uh, what did we talk about yesterday? You could, uh, you could be so distracted or blinded, you could walk right past timing. Right? So one of the things we talked about with the singles yesterday is, like, 
and I think we talked about this on Purpose Vision on Wednesday, like challenge yourself to go through a, a, a period of time when you're not allowing anything in that could cloud you. Now, there's a few things that cloud us. Uh, emotions cloud us. So that's why the adversary tries to traumatize us, get us upset, get us mad. And then we think we, it's okay. But suppose that was the time you're supposed to see timing or check out a breadcrumb. But we go, hey, people get mad. I was in a, a, a relationship a long time ago. And, you know, I'm an honest guy. So, if you, well, I was growing in clarity. So the person was like, uh, now they was asking me about marriage. I was like, ah, oh, you know, you said you want a wedding, you know, we can't afford that now. Then they asked me again. I was like, well, you know, uh, you know, right now we have things. So then I, the more you ask me, I have to be honest. You back me in the corner. I said, well, you know, um, I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But I wasn't trying to be cold. And I didn't think I was all that because I knew what the next question was going to be. Like when you get a vision, you know the next question. Next question was going to be, well, why not? I said, I make you sick. We arguing all the time. People argue. I ain't people. That, that was my response. Like, I'm not going into a covenant expecting to be going at it. This is not going to happen. We may have misunderstandings, and we may go at it, but it's going to be a surprise. It won't be something that, hey, you ready to argue now? It's 3 o'clock. <laughs> no, no, no. We won't be going like that. Right? And, and, and do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like you, you, when, you, when, you, when you're okay with what's going to cloud you, under the guise of people do it, people also perish for lack of knowledge because they have no vision. You want to be people? Right? All right, so, so, so emotions cloud us. Uh, obviously, intoxications cloud us. Lust cloud us. Right? So, so I'm just saying challenge yourself to not just pacify yourself with pleasure, right? But prepare yourself for purpose, right? And that's going to take some sanctification, clearing out some things. Now, we already talked about that in uh, breaking um, the chains of torment uh, and getting those spirits out last, last, uh, last year. That was last year, the end of last year, right? All right so we don't have to go back into all that, right? So maximizing our moments. Um, and so we talked about manifestation, manifesting momentum. And uh, Pastor Mello said that there will uh, be a new momentum this year. And then we talked about tremendous momentum for the heir's parent, family. But I want to lock in on this. Growing into God's desires. Growing into God's desires. Now, this is what God shared with me one morning for us for this year. He says, you're all, you, you, you're all or you all are growing into my desires. Heirs has been behind the scenes, baking in the oven which you are about to be revealed to the world, celebrated, elevated. And as I make your name great throughout the earth, I'm sorry, celebrating and elevated as I make your name great throughout the earth. And as you live in manifestation, I love you. So God told me to share that. I, I couldn't wait to share that. I wrote that down a long time ago, right? So, so, so this is what happens. The reason why uh, things are delayed, it's not a punishment. It's preparation. Right? 
And the reason why it seems like you're isolated at times, because God needs you to exclusively be connected to him so you can hear from him. And the reason why you're lonely at times, because God wants you to get to a place where you're not lonely because you have him. Now, when you go into the next situation, you bring him with you. You don't look for the other person to relieve your loneliness because <laughs> you ain't lonely. You with God. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So now the two come together and create an atmosphere where God could be in the midst, right? All right, so, 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 so that's kind of what it's about. So a lot of times behind the scenes, you're just being baked in the oven, right? We talked about this uh, singles yesterday too. It's like uh, we talked about how when you're going through preparation, it builds character, right? Uh, it helps you to hone your skills, and it teaches you how to appropriate or use your gifts. Now, some people learn uh, how to use their skills, right? So they're out there trying to use their skills, but they're out of timing and out of season, right? So they pretty much abuse what God had gave them to use because you don't understand the purpose of a thing. You'll abuse it, right? Then some people have gifts, but they're out there uh, reading people, uh, uh, to hustle them or take advantage of them. You know what the girl's thinking, so now you, you can play her. You know what the guy's thinking, now you can get over and you can manipulate them. But that's not what God gave you the gift, right? So God keeps you behind the scenes where you learn how to utilize that ability to have insight and to see and perceive things other people can't see, right? So what he does is he gives you time to build your character to handle what your skills and gifting is going to produce. Because if you don't have the character for it to sit on, you, you, okay, so this is the thing. We talked about this, you know, we talked about this yesterday. We talked about this at the church. There's things you're sitting around saying, I can do. Why nobody giving me an opportunity to do? You can do it because God designed you for it. But that don't mean you can handle it. And this is the thing right now. Like you, 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 uh, you know, some, 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 some people are, uh, uh, they're anointed. They got a call and gifting on their life. But their character is shot. They get offended at the drop of a hat. They can't handle a little bit of correction. If somebody else is shining around them, envy and jealousy just starts to fill them up. Not the Holy Spirit, envy and jealousy. They run from accountability and responsibility. Who in the kingdom is going to be gifted and not be accountable or responsible? You got to flow with people. You see what I'm saying? So, we, so and, I, and I shared this yesterday and I'll share it again today. So right now, all of us here, I think for the most part, maybe just a few of us, but mostly all of us here can go out to a restaurant and get something to eat without anybody bothering us, most of us. Some of us may get, oh, hey, you such and such. But for the most part, we don't go, all right, which place I'm going to go to where I can eat in peace, right? That's cool. But where God's taking you, where you go, everybody's coming at you. What you going to do then? How you going to handle that? If, if, if God's purpose you to do something and it suddenly happens to you and you've been playing the behind the scenes card, 
Now what you going to do? Because everybody's coming at you. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to blow up the dream. Or you're going to use that platform to save souls. Are you going to figure out the wisdom to enjoy your meal and impact lives? It takes character for that. Or is it, are you going to get to a place now where you don't serve nothing because you've arrived? Oh, I have people to do that. Is that how we rolling? See, they see, Mike Tyson was trained to be the youngest heavyweight champ of the world, and that's what he became. But he wasn't trained to handle it. So that's how he bit somebody's ear off in a fight. Like, who does that? It never happened ever. He just started losing it. See, we look at all these wonderful people that we never ministered to or prayed for their salvation in some cases because they made us feel good with their music and this, that, and the other. Go back and research their lives. Would you be okay with just living until you're 40? Would you be okay with just having a 10 or 15 year, you have all the money in the world, but you're, but you're never happy with it? You have to run the drugs to survive all these people and then die prematurely, being tormented by spirits, jumping out of windows, overdosing. Look at the whole picture, not just, man, that was a great video, man. You see that video? Man. Oh, man, every time I look at that video, man, I just start jumping around. All right, that's cute. But look at the whole picture. It was a life of torment that ended in premature death because no one trained a person to handle it. They start taking on the glory. When the glory is supposed to be deferred to God. Okay, you got me? All right, so because I'm saying, like, you, you hear stuff and you're like, oh, so, well, y'all going to not be behind the scenes. No, no, stop look, pointing out. Point to yourself. All right? All right, so we talked about the elevation, and uh, Pastor Mel spoke that out at the morning of the, uh, after the anniversary, right? God spoke to her elevation, the fresh start. That was New Year's Eve. So manifestation within manifestation. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, right? So God's promises and who and what God has hidden. So it's a, God has a remnant. If you go through the Bible, uh, David and them in the cave, that, that was a remnant. Uh, remember, Elijah was in a situation where he thought he was by himself. God said, oh, no, 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 no. I got a remnant. I have, I have, I have some, some, some people of mine hidden just for this time, right? They, had, they, they hit a king. They thought they took out all the sons, but not that one. Why? Because that one was hidden. They were trying to take out all the firstborn with Moses, right? But what happened? Moses was what? Hidden, Right? But he was hidden within the family that he was about to take out. And he grew up around the same people that God was going to use him to take out. Right? But at, a, at, the, at the right time, God moved on his heart. And he was like, man, I can't just enjoy the pledges of sin for a season at the expense of being with God and what God purposed me to do. 
So he gave up everything. You know, that's, that's from the play too, right? So, <laughs> that's a little ordy, right? So I keep referencing the play from New Year's Eve, y'all. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to check it out. All right, so, so Moses was like, no, 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 I'm going to reject that. Something in him couldn't sit still with being in temporary pleasure any longer. He was now thirsting for to manifest fulfillment, right? And so there were some things manifested in his life, but God started to manifest within the manifestation, right? <laughs> see, 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 so, so there's things already happening in our lives, already manifested in our lives. But when you start to live in manifestation, what God's talking about, now that's purpose evolving within. See, Pastor Mel, all things are working together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to and harmony with his purpose, Romans 8, 28. Right? So manifestation within manifestation. So, so there's some things that God has hidden. There's a remnant that will be risen this year. Right? There's a... There's a remnant endorsement that'll be revealed this year. So the manifestation is the remnant will be revealed. What God has set apart for what he wants to do to deal with all this stuff that's happening out here in the world. Right? But at the same time, the endorsement of that remnant will be revealed. See, when God endorsed something, remember, signs follow them that believe. See, when, when God's doing something, he, he pours out exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think, overflowing your life so it impacts the people watching your life, right? Um, let's look at uh, uh, Isaiah 61. Because if you kind of look at it, what we go through, what we go through in life is no different than back then. I mean, think about people asking questions, criticizing, but Jesus hadn't gotten on the cross yet. So imagine what Jesus was going through. People, you know, Pharisees, Sadducees questioning him. Uh, yeah, right. If you Messiah, do this. If you the Messiah. Even when they were beating on him, you know, they were mocking him, right? You know, you know they, somebody would hit him and go, Tell us who hit you. <laughs> if you if you the Messiah, tell us. I mean, they, they, and and in their mind, they're thinking if he's the Messiah. First of all, he just took forty stripes. We 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 whipped the meat out of his back, and surely we would have beat out some angels coming to protect him or something. See, this is how man operates. You couldn't possibly be what God told you what God is saying because of what I see. But they don't understand God's timing is different than man's timing. And God don't have to prove himself. You see what I'm saying? So there's, there's, so he allows things to happen covertly, seemingly in silence, through meekness and humility. So when he does manifest what he's doing, you mean all that time? That was the Messiah? Like for real, for real. Man, then you know, you start like, man, I should have listened to him. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? 
I thought that dude was a fool building an ark and it ain't never rained. Talking about some rain. But maybe I should have got on the boat <laughs> once the flood came. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Look at all the years that went by when Noah was building an ark. Look at all the mockery. Because his rationale, his vision is, I'm building an ark because there's going to be a flood. If you're back in that time, your first question is, what's a flood? Oh, it's going to be a tremendous amount of rain. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. What's rain? It had never rained. There's no reference. You understand what I was saying earlier about vision? There's not a lot of reference when it hasn't happened before. So he not only heard the vision, he acted on it and gathered his family to participate in it. Think about how, how, how the sons is feeling. Man, you're embarrassing us, man. You know, the people are constantly laughing at us. But folk wasn't laughing when that flood came. They was beating on that door. Somebody's going to be beating on your door of purpose when the flood of the abundance of what God has planned for your life manifests this year. Right, so Isaiah 61, right? Thank you, Lord, Holy Spirit. You are so wonderful. All right, so verse 9, it says, And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. And all that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. People will see, oh, those people God bless. Oh, no, 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 that's because that's they were God, right? See, so it's not just something you know, it's something you show. See, see, we try to get around that because sometimes we don't think God's going to come through and sometimes we don't like the attention. You want the attention. You want the attention coming to you so you can send them to God. You, 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 like, are you kidding me? You want the platform. You hiding hides God. Doesn't even make sense. He says, don't hide your light under a bushel, right? He says, set it on a hill. Let it shine. Keep it on blast. Don't let people doubt your light, okay? All right, uh, especially what God wants to do. Now, now you're going to be tempted to choke this year. You know, because you say, no, that's enough. No, no, I don't really need all that. No, you don't need all that. The people that you're going to impact needs all that. So you don't, you, you good. That's a good, good attitude you got. You don't need all that. The people you're going to impact need all that. Oh, no, 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 I don't need that. Well, good, let it overflow into somebody else's life. Is that Okay. All right, good. Just, just another way of looking at it, okay? Just another way. Well, it's actually the way you should be looking at it. <laughs> Keep, just if I can be honest. All right. Yeah, I got I to practice what I preach. I can't be over there talking to Clint, and then I don't do it. All right, Daniel, um, Daniel 11. At least these two scriptures, I think, is on your... Uh, on your thing I gave you on vision. All, all the scripts I give you is not going to be on there, but at least these two. So you got to do some writing, okay? 
write down a couple things. All right. Could I preach the sermon? <laughs> Verse 32, <laughs> as Venetia said. I was about to hit you with a scripture, but I'm going to be nice to you today since, since you're healing. After you heal, then I'll be picking with you again. No, I'll be picking with you tomorrow. All right, so Deuteronomy, I mean, Daniel 11:32. It says, such as do wickedly against, uh, against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. But people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Right, exploits. You know, it's 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 uh, uh, a phenomenal things that God will do in our lives to impact other people, and so so that's why there'll be unexpected invitations. That's why there'll be new platforms. That's why He's trying to make our name great, and that's why He's going to do these things quickly. Right, right, to impact the lives around us. Okay. And so, so, so some of the things that's been happening um, around us, it, it almost seems like they're not going away. Or how long will it take? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, so how long am I going to be in this place? Or, or, all right, Lord, you told me to do some things. I'm making these moves. You know, I separated myself from this situation. I moved myself from this situation. All right, all right, all right. When's it gonna happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, well, God has a time. God takes us through times, but there is a timing. So there's some things this year that you take steps towards and you move for towards this atmosphere for some things uh, to happen. Uh, so Pastor Melanie spoke this out this year too, apprehending what's uh, apprehending us. Right, uh, uh, and it, it, she didn't even know what the vision was at the time, and the Lord used her to speak out manifestation. I, I like when I do this because Pastor Mel be sitting there going, "I said that. When did I say that?" So it's my job to hear God speaking through her too. Right? It's our job to hear God speaking through all our brothers and sisters. Right? Right. So, so. Manifestation, apprehending what's apprehending us. Let's go to Philippians uh, chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. All right, so we talked about this in the uh, workshop yesterday, how, you know, we're, we're planted here in this earth realm or sent here in this earth realm or birthed in this earth realm for a purpose. Like we're not. It wasn't just a casual thing. You know, God, like, like we're told to redeem the time, walk circumspectly and maximize moments. That's all God does. Everything God does connects to something. Like God doesn't waste a moment of time. And so as much as we think sometimes because of the, the circumstances around our birth, uh, it was a, it was, I don't want to say it was a, sometimes you may think it's a mistake you could think it was, uh, uh, they didn't really want to do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they was arguing the whole time. It was, uh, you can think whatever you want. 
regardless of how it played out, God had an intention for us to be here. All right. So he, so God t- took everything, all things being equal, worked it out for good, made sure we got our behinds in this earth realm. Okay. Now, God can be doing something that man sometimes uh, uh, questions, uh, uh, fights against. We don't remember Jonah didn't even want to go talk to Nineveh, right? Right? He's trying to get on all types of extra boats and stuff like that, right? Because he don't want to talk to Nineveh. Uh, Moses second-guessed going to speak to the Pharaoh because uh, he stuttered, Right? You have all types of stuff. Jesus taking on human flesh for a moment in that garden was like, let this bitter cup pass from me. That was the flesh he took home. <laughs> he says, but the spirit kicking in as always, nevertheless, not my will, thy will be done. Right? And so, so, so this is the reality of a lot of situations. God has purposed things, and sometimes uh, man, it, 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 pulls, it pulls on us uh, sometimes when we don't want to be bothered with it. All right, so let's look here at um, verse 11. It says, if, if by any means I may, well, let's do verse 10. Let's start at verse 8. It says, yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And do count them but dung that I may win Christ. And this is what some of the moves some of us have made or need to make or endeavoring to try to do. It says, and being found in him. So the goal is, we know this from Bible school yesterday, right? Be found in him, abide in him, right? And be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith, of, through the faith of Christ. It says the righteousness which is of God by faith. Verse 10, that I may know him, that's to be intimate with him, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable in, unto his death. We talked about that in abiding Christ, right? So when, when I really are intimate, when I'm as one with him, when I'm in communion with him, you know, now I'm at one with the power of his resurrection because the power is what, what he resurrect or that's what he lives by, but the fellowship of his suffering, would he, his restrained restrain retaliation. Him decreasing and just allowing the power to move him, right? Then verse 11, it says, if, now this is after all that we just talked about, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So in other words, when I give up all that's important to me, I commit to die to myself, and I'm trusting that God will resurrect me from there. Now that's hard. Sometimes we give of ourselves, but then we get uncomfortable sitting there Barry and we try to resurrect ourselves, right? Because we don't believe God's coming. So, so if you resurrect ourselves, you're living by your power, by your might. You got to handle everything's coming at you, right? Okay, but if you stay buried, stay down, you live by what? Right. God resurrection power. Oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> like somebody throwing their voice? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, 
I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I love my family. All right, so verse 12, it says, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect or complete, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which I am also, which also I am apprehended of, and that's Christ Jesus. So the goal is all these, all these uh, classes and stuff every connect. But the goal is for us to now be totally submerged with Christ. And we talked about this in class. When, 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 so the Bible says that he's, he's uh, so I'm going to try to get this right. So he's our prophet, meaning he's our wisdom. He's our priest. He's our sanctification. Right? What was the third one? Anybody know? No, no he's, our, he's our prophet. He's our priest. He's our king. He's our, so it was, it, it was wisdom. It was, it was from class yesterday. Uh, it was sanctification. It was, uh, it was wisdom, sanctification, and righteousness. So he's our king. He's our righteousness. But, but what we talked about yesterday is he's all those things for us, but all those things culminate in us operating in the fullness of the glory, right? Like being submerged in glory. Now, when you're submerged in the glory of God, because he's sitting on the right hand of the Father in glory. When I totally submerge myself with Christ, I'm taking on that glory, right? And when I take on that glory, now I move different. Signs and wonders, because we were talking about how Christ went through things, but it it wasn't like he was oh, I'm going through this. No, 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 no. He's so consumed in the glory, it's like bouncing off him like bullets off of Superman. So it's like uh, when they was in the garden, it says that they were naked and unashamed. Totally exposed and unashamed. But not because it's like, I'm not going to pay attention to my nakedness. They were so consumed with the presence of God, they couldn't see their nakedness. They couldn't see their imperfections. Does that make sense? Right, and it says after sin, it says they knew they were intimate with their nakedness, their imperfections, their self, right? And it says that they went and hid themselves because now it's all about what? Trying not to look bad, trying not to be embarrassed, not being around people that may know more than me, not being around people that could challenge me and stretch me, right? Right? It's a whole nother flow. But, but when God says living in manifestation, we live in being consumed in his glory where we're not playing off of self at all. We're not considering self. Does that make sense? Right? You got that? And so that's where to go, apprehending that which is apprehending us because God wants us to be consumed, uh, consumed in his presence, Right? And so, so we were talking about, you know, with the couples, we were talking about, um, you know, God, God's, those that are looking to get an agreement or those that are in agreement in a covenant, the goal is for harmony and agreement so God can manifest why he brought you together. And so, so it's our job to shift ourselves either with God or in God's presence uh, to do what it takes to facilitate Attracting what God wants 
or harmonizing with what you already have, right? Does that make sense? All right, so that's I covered the singles as well as the, the married people. But it's something that was spoken in our lives that God uh, was spoken to me in my wife's life that I think is, will, will be a good fit this year. And God said it would be a good fit for our vision, especially when it comes to couples. So uh, uh, Joan Rogaine, I don't know if you remember her, uh, uh, she visited us one of the anniversaries. I don't know, um, but she spoke into our lives. God will manifest what, uh, what we put in the atmosphere. And so God told me to, 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 to make sure I include this because God is saying he's going to manifest what we put in the atmosphere. Right? See, see, so, so God has told you some things and he's told you to speak some things out and to confess some things. And sometimes because you got weary with well-doing, you stopped the confession because you didn't believe it was manifested. It's almost like, eh, why am I doing this? But God is saying, see, the atmosphere is to live in manifestation, so this is the time to start to speak what God told you a long time ago, right? Because he's going to manifest what you put in the atmosphere. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. You're snared by the words in your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? So you're going to have to return to some things. That's Matthew 16, 19, and Matthew 18, 18, right? And then let's look at Isaiah 60. We just got a few minutes here, so obviously I'm not going to, I knew I wasn't going to get through the whole thing today, so, so, but uh, I did serve you at least the whole vision of what we're talking about. Hey! <laughs> All right. Now, now remember we said God is, is, is trying to apprehend what's apprehending us. And there's some things going to manifest this year. Because this is the thing. When you're saturating the glory, when you start to speak things out, Gerard, it doesn't, it's packaged different now. You see, it's, it's, like, like imagine yourself uh, uh, submerged in glory, and you speak words out of your mouth, they got to go through that glory, and they got to go in the atmosphere, right? And so, so those, those words being submerged in God have a different impact, just like faith-filled words have a different impact than fear-filled words. That's why the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So if I saturate myself in the glory of God, then I'm going to speak from that, that, that pretense of that presence, or I'm going to speak with that level of... Uh, kingly anointing or boldness, right? Because I'm going to speak as a, a child of God. Scripture says we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, right? So when I speak as a child of God, I don't speak guesses or maybes or mites. You know, somebody asks you a question, faith? You know, like, like, like are you answering me <laughs> or are you answering a question with a question? You know, no, the Bible says you'll decree a thing and it shall be established, right? It was a, a Psalm 138, 8, I believe. I believe, I don't know, I could be wrong. Close, possibly. Maybe somebody could look it up because I didn't write it down. I think it's Psalm 138, 8. All right, so, 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 so uh, Isaiah 61, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, <laughs> right? 
It says, Arise and shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I just want to make sure we have this in context, that when I talk about being saturated for the glory, it's not just my opinion. The, the scripture said, Arise and shine, for the glory is risen upon you. Remember, we're going to take that, rem- that the remnant will be risen. But risen in God's glory and, and operating in God's glory is totally different. See, the scripture says, uh, I'm looking in that word as in a, a mirror, right? It says, but, it says, but we're changed from his, his uh, uh, we're changed into his image from faith to faith and what? Glory to glory, mm-hmm. right? Right? Like we're, there's, there's an exchange being made here. See, when I bury myself in whatever glory I think I have, I'm making an exchange for the glory of God. I'm submerging myself in him. And the life that I now live, Galatians uh, 6, right, it's not I, but it's Christ that lives through me. The anointed one and the anointing, full of faith and glory, right? Does that make sense? Joe 22, what? Joel 22, 28. That's close. It's an eight. <laughs> that was the uh, you showed the Korea thing, right? Right, okay, got it. Thank y'all. All right, all right. So, so, so the goal is, uh, and we talked about this, uh, flowing strong in the gifts of the spirit, greater revelation and demonstration of power. Um, let's look at uh, John 3. We got... Uh, we got two, this scripture and the next scripture, and then we'll, we'll get into the rest of the vision uh, the next time I teach. All right, so John, what did I tell you? John 3, right? John 3. John 3, verse 20. So uh, John 3, verse 20 says, For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Remember, we just talked about arise and shine, the light has come. Hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Right? Now, reproved is not a bad thing because it sees, uh, are you in harmony with God's will? Are you in line with what God has purposed you to do? Are you ready to handle the glory? Right? So, reproof is not a bad thing. We run from it. We run from correction. Correction is actually good. All right? All right, so verse 21. It says, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light. Right? If you're operating in truth, in genuineness, you're coming to the light. It's that his deeds may be what? May be made manifest that they are wrought in God. So this interesting thing, we have to ask ourselves, why are we hiding? See, because if, I'm, if, if my whole God, goal is to draw people into the kingdom of God, what better way than to display my light? Well, I'm not, but if I don't think I'm walking in the light, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to have the darkness reproved so I can walk in the light because I'm scared that people are going to see I'm in darkness. But we got to stop hiding. We're supposed to be on full blast, right? See, because it's all about manifestation. And so manifestation, as we continue to talk about living in manifestation, is this. Bringing the unseen into the seen, in and through our lives. So God's going to bring the unseen into the seen, in and through our lives, right? So, so uh, 
Oh, they, they, they read the scripture, Romans 8.19. Didn't y'all read that scripture today, Jason? Uh, when Jason sang manifest, right? Yeah. Right? And so, see, let's, let's, let's go. Let's look at it real quick. Romans 8. That's deep. See, it all harmonizes, right? We're all flowing together here, around, around here. Manifest. <laughs> y'all hear Jay? Manifest. All right. Good job, Jason. I know you're saying glory to God back there, but, you know, he used you. <laughs> How about that? All right, so uh, Romans 8. I'm going to read 18, even though we're going to focus on 19, right? Um, and, some, and another scripture. It says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with what? The glory that shall be revealed where? In us, Right? All right, and then verse 19, it says, for the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the what? Manifestation of the sons of God, right? Waiting for the manifestation, you know, for us to bring the unseen into the seen in and through our lives, right? It says, for the creature was made subject to vanity, selfishness, not willingly but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know the, that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. You know, remember uh, Pastor Mel was talking about uh, uh, you earlier today, are you trying to birth some things? Is there some things you feel like you're birthing some things, right? Right? Didn't you say that? Birthing some things, right? And so, so the thing is, you know, uh, we read a scripture a while ago, Isaiah 37, 3, I believe. It says, uh, the children have come to birth, but they don't have the strength to bring forth. Right? And, and so, so that's why I say, well, sometimes you'll be tempted to choke because you, would re- you, you want to do it when you're comfortable at it, when you feel like it. No, 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 not right now. No, that's too much. Okay, if I can't control it, I'm not participating. But that's the whole point. When you're submerged and God takes over, you ain't in control. Right? What was it? We taught let it work. Was that, that the teaching? And then some years ago, we taught the let go. Right? And so this is the thing. We, we, we're trying to control it with our mind or our hands when we got to float in the spirit. We got to let it manifest. All right? All right, so that's all for today. I don't want to get deep. I just wanted to give us a piece Right? You know, a piece of the vision today. They want to keep us here all day. You know, so we have a little, some portions, uh, some things. We got some things to work with, some things to pray. You know, what I do is I take the vision, I convert it into a, a prayer confession. So I pray at the beginning of the year. And, at the, and, then, and then for the rest of the year, daily, you know, after I pray for everybody, <laughs> um, then I pray over the vision and as speaking into the atmosphere as a confession, right? So just something you could do, uh, uh, the vision of the church, the vision of your house, your vision of your house first of all. Make sure you're um, not losing sight of it, right? I do that the entire year. So, and since, you know, I have to pray for a whole lot of people daily, I can't forget about the vision, so, all right? So that, 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 that's, that's a little tool that could help you. 
All right, let's stand to our feet.